forward. It's the one move we're all ready to take. And at the Audi Moving Forward sales event, we're ready to help you on that journey. All Audi dealerships are now open. With tailored solutions to suit your individual needs, like the Audi A6 Saloon, with PCP finance from only €499 Euro per month. Now is the time to make an appointment. Now is the time to start moving forward. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, citizens. Welcome back to another episode of Glass of Wine, the podcast where we drink many, many wines and wine until we can wine no more. I am one of your hosts, Gina Schwartz. How's it going? And to my right, we have the sensational Zancy Weber with all my senses. With all of them, all, all of them. five of them. Actually, we have like thirteen sensors. That's interesting. Mm. We'll Last come count, back to that. twenty-four. Yeah, we have a lot. What? Have a lot of senses. Yeah. So the sixth sense was like a very badly titled movie. <laughs> yeah. If you if you close your eyes, you still know where your nose is. That's a sense. Proprioception. Mm. And heat anyway. and cool. <laughs> <laughs> and to my left, Andy Shostler, the Andy Shostler. I'm quite confident in saying. We've yet to see the death match between you and the only other Andy Schossler. <laughs> that we think exists somewhere. Uh, your Possibly suspicions are unfounded. Right. For now. <laughs> and the third and final time he's come on here, it is the one, the only. It's a big <laughs> Are you planning on my murder at some It's point? neither the third nor the final, I suspect. <laughs> it's the fifth? Fifth. You've been on twice before the last two and now this one. Yeah. Third in a row is kind of what I meant. But it's funnier if I but do I it the other way. Next week when but it is funny <laughs> when I imply that you're going to die soon. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, Shane Anderson. Shane sorry, Anderson. Yes. Hello, hello. Hi, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Thank Here you. we are. It's I'll tell you what we're doing. We're drinking some wine. It's from our good friends at Good Pear Days. Good Pear Days. See, it works a lot better if you do it yourself. Um, <laughs> good Pear Days. Yeah, nice. We I should harmonise. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Good Pear Days. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's for our Norwegian contingent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this week we are drinking a a, uh, Tempranillo from the lovely Mendoza in Argentina. It smells creamy. Does it? I know that's kind of absurd to say. I agree that. It smells heavy. This is a heavy wine. Tastes very heavy too. (laughs) (gasps) Does it? Have you had a sniff? And And if I can, maybe it's because of the amount of wine I've had tonight, but it smells hairy. I know that's an absurd. That's the second time you've said that. Really? About a wine, yeah. It does. It does smell hairy, a bit like sweat and. Yeah, I guess yeah. In, in, in that sort. Of, yeah. I think I think it's definitely got some tobacco in it. You got <gasps> that tobacco oh, smell. Oh yeah, maybe absolutely. that's what I'm picking up. I think I think it is. It's kind of that really organic kind of herby smell, with a little bit bitter. Mm. Yeah. So our friends at Good Ooh. Pair Days. They are a wine subscription service. So go on to goodpairdays.com and um, do their palette quiz. They will choose some wines for you. You can say yay or nay. They'll send them (laughs) out um, three wines. But if you want to add that fourth bottle, go ahead. Do our uh, discount code glass of wine with an H at the end and you will get that big old $25 off at the end, which is amazing. So do we want to guess the vintage or... 
what goes with it. I'll say it's a 2016. Okay, nice, good stuff. Counter? 2017. Okay. <laughs> put you 20 in a d- 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a future wine. The, the taste really hits you. It's not peppery, but it does have this really it's sharp kind of, ooh, hello, I'm here. Everyone is wrong. <laughs> Except for Andy. Hey. <laughs> hey so this one this one changes yeah. from the from the front of your mouth to the back of your mouth. It's another one of those that kind of turns into smoke as it hits the back of your throat. It's a journey. <clears throat> it's a yeah. journey of flavor. An asthmatic's perfect wine, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's liquid smoke, so you're not breathing it in. It's perf- perfectly fine, I would assume. So not the way I drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> for all the alcoholics out there, this is a High um, alcoholic rating, which is kind of great. Ooh. Its body is full, fruitiness is high, and acidity is also high as well. Um, I get a lot of fruit from this. I kind of do, like cherry. really dark berries. Yeah. I think, um, and it grape can, mostly. Yeah, <laughs> and can sell up to four years. I love that. I wouldn't be surprised with that. Um, okay, so just well, one. This is three years, right? Mm. 2016. What's, what's the oh, wine yeah, nice. that you're not? Wait, I thought all wine you're meant to like keep for like decades, and then it becomes no, like hideously no, no, no. expensive. Some wines are made to be had almost immediately, or mm. within a year or really? two. Of the, yeah, absolutely. Whites don't don't keep very oh, well, well, obviously. But like, it's like the, you know, the, you know, in every movie, and there's like the seven hundred dollar bottle of wine that they get at the restaurant before the person will doesn't say, accept their marriage proposal. I'll just put a, a little <laughs> plug in here for another podcast that's just started up. Called Invino, they they actually talk about the science and the and the horticulture behind the different different kinds of wine. They are, and if you listen back to our first episode, they are a bit wanky. They're <laughs> definitely they're definitely wine wankers. Well, they used copper plate gothic font on the. They didn't because I did it. It looks like no. copper plate gothic. It's not copper no, plate gothic. It looks something along those lines. It is something along those lines. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> but the, yes, is it trebuchet. No, no, no. <laughs> I like trebuchet. What's wrong with trebuchet? It might be bank gothic. I'm not sure. It's something. It's a gothic. Anyway, it's not a sans serif. <laughs> this wine. No, it's sure. definitely Where are we a drinking three. this, gents? <laughs> Good are to we know. talking about what food we we have with it? Well, do we want to? No, no, no. We've yeah. done the vintage. Okay. Now we're talking about where we're drinking it. This is smoky and ashy. It's a barbecue. I'm having this at some sort of, you know open pit thing where we've mm. stuck in a great old pig carcass and left it there for a few hours and then remembered oh we've got <laughs> we've got some food in the ground let's let's get it out of there and this get into it for yeah. me similar lines is the wine you have on the third day of a week long celebration where mm. there's always just the feast going on. It's like a hobbit birthday, but for a week. And you're just waking up, going straight back to the party. And this could be 11 a.m. on an overcast day, or it could be 2 a.m. <laughs> after you've just woken up, okay. after your this body is, clock's way out. And this, this is, is. This is definitely an after sunset wine for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think this is just kind of like. This is the peak. Before you go okay. into your like decline, before you start your recovery <laughs> over this week long festival okay. of, mm. of gluttony. Uh, this is a breakup wine. <gasps> oh, oh, is it? Because it's is this it's a wine that you 
break up with someone with? Yes, you have them to oh, dinner wow. and you break up with them over this because it's so bitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's bitter like your feelings about the love that has dissipated. You really do have a sweet tooth, don't I you? Very you don't like anything that's not sugar. No, no, no. I, um, I think this I for me. I have fillings galore and, <laughs> and what, what, cavities. Oh, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Dentist, like, it shouldn't be that expensive. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I think I'm drinking this. I'm at home. It's winter. I'm wearing a big shirt and long socks. And I've just made myself like a really good spaghetti. And I don't know how I've made it this good. And I sit down and I'm all snuggled up on the couch with my wine and all my blankets and my food. And I'm watching a rom-com. That's where I am. Can I make a suggestion as to how you made it this good? Uh, Sure. I bet it's butter. It's butter. It's butter. And salt. Mm. A lot of butter and salt. And my heart screaming Just out. Just <laughs> sprinkle salt on a stick of butter, start <laughs> eating. Love yeah. it. <laughs> and Harrison Ford and Heesh, Six Days, Seven Nights, best rom-com film ever made. I've Get out of here. You're fired. <laughs> it's my best Six friend's days, wedding. Seven Nights. Is Great film. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Wait until But you my do. best friend's wedding yeah. is the best rom-com ever made. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It is the best rom-com ever made because it was both breaking the mold and creating the mold, and it's also the only rom-com, one of the only rom-coms that is actually well directed. They shoot with split diopter shots. And what great about camera work? What and one of the ultimate in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, the yeah. one with Ashton Kutcher and sure, probably Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Yeah, it sounds pretty terrible. We know our rom com. <laughs> no, um, uh, my best friend Reading has one of the greatest comedic performances in the history of cinema Do with you mean Ru- the, Rupert Everett. Yeah, uh, it, it's by I watched it just recently the other day, and it's amazing how he steals that movie. He's the gay man we all want to be. But Julia yep. Roberts is awful in that. She's phenomenal in She's that. She's an awful person. That's the well, point of the story. She's the villain. I mean, but can't we separate art and the artist, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. There it is. Okay. <laughs> We've had some wine. We've had some wine. You can always tell when it's the third, <laughs> the third episode of the evening. Because we're... Jazzed up. <laughs> That's one way to um, say it. So, if no one else has a wine, I would love to just please burden myself. Now, please everyone's, everyone's going to hate me and I don't care. I mean, I already do. Great. <laughs> We're on board. Um, so, recently we've had Are You OK Day. Yes. <sighs> Are You OK, G? <laughs> no. Because, okay, look... I'll preface this by saying Are You OK Day is a great platform for people to spread awareness about not being okay and depression and anxiety and all mental illnesses. I think it is a good idea. Mm. But the execution, however. I, I think... Is it because it's a school campaign? No. No, okay. My thing is... I hate it. <laughs> I hate it because what you're gonna share a photo of a green of a yellow background with "Are you okay?" on your Instagram story and hashtag you're a good person. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and like you say, "Are you okay?" once a year to who? Or to who? To be to be fair. To whom? I <laughs> never. I no one has ever. Sincerely on Are You Okay yes. Day, ask, ask Are me. You Okay? It is always 
always a joke on 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 only on are you okay day mm. like people will sometimes go like are you doing okay are you okay what's going on but on are you okay day it's a it's a punchline or they ask you in front of other people <laughs> yeah <laughs> also the question are you okay invites the stock standard response of, yeah i'm fine yeah like, exactly. i feel like there should be different words there because are you okay doesn't work as a no it, it should definitely be i need help day yeah, it's like, and if you need help, reach out. Yes. Also, the thing that oh, the bloody influences and just wankers all over I'm in social a bikini media raising self awareness. No, of. it's the whole. My inbox is so open for anyone who wants to just who needs help. First of all, you're not a therapist. Second of all, you don't mean that. And third of all, people who actually need help are not jumping in your inbox. The people who need help, you need to. <laughs> Go and talk to and don't say, are you okay on are you okay day? Because guess what? A really like depressed or anxiety ridden person is not going to go, nope, because there's so much pressure on that day. Yeah, yeah. It's like asking on your wedding day, are you ready? It's like, doesn't matter. It's happening. Yeah. (laughs) I've spent $20,000. Is is are you okay day on the same day every single year? Yeah. Or yes. is it announced yeah. ahead of time? No, like it's the it's, same day every year. It's not like the first Sunday in November or something? No. No. So it's on a date every year. And if you're asking, are you okay once a year, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't I don't have a problem with the, the concept of like, depression is an issue that's kind of getting out of hand. We need to do something to do it. But having a branded day is probably not the best way to do that. As soon as there's a logo that people can share, it becomes a product, not uh, not not a not a not a motivation or an idea. Counterpoint. That's probably the idea behind it. Here's a thing. Here's a product. We did it. It's on that day. Now we don't need to do anything. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Because we've done tokenism. it. It's like, yeah, it's tokenism. It's like people but changing it's the frame of their profile picture to like, oh no, Notre Dame's on fire. Thoughts and prayers to Notre Dame. Yeah. I once <laughs> went to Notre Dame. And so this impacts me emotionally in my heart. Look at the filter I put on my last profile picture. It's got a French flag on it now. Yeah, um, I think I think that is. It, I changed it, is. it to rainbow to celebrate <laughs> marriage equality. I didn't vote in the equality thing, but I changed it to rainbow. Isn't that enough? I mean, it's not like you're with someone anyway. You don't need marriage. Yeah. All of these are real things I heard. I also think, I just think there's too much pressure on that day. I don't like the day, and therefore I don't. It's just, it sounds like a cop-out. If someone asks me on, are you okay, that if I'm okay, I'm like, you don't actually care because tomorrow or next week, you're not going to ask me. You're just doing this thing that you think you should do. Well, honestly, the last couple of years when people have come up and jokingly said or just mentioned in my presence, are you okay, I'd literally call them out and say, okay, what if I said to you right now that I'm not okay and I need help? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And they're like, oh, are you okay? I'm like, okay, so that's the question you should ask in the first place rather than making a joke about this disease that I have and am very open about my suffering on a day-to-day basis. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. When is it? I don't know. (laughs) Wasn't it yesterday or today? People at my work site had, they they literally made like, I say they made, it was probably two-year-olds in some. It was Thursday. Third world country. Thursday the 11th. 
Right. Of September? Uh, Thursday 12th. the 12th of September. Thursday the 12th, sorry. Yeah. Mm, unfortunate timing. Why? Mm. It's the day it's after de- September <laughs> 11th. <laughs> Are you okay? Well. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was the 18th anniversary this year of 9-11. And just the... Uh, just the yeah. 18th if is it the was significant number. The 17th, no. The 19th, no. But the 18th, yes. It's I, made, yeah. I made this joke to my wife and yeah, fair enough, I'm an awful person. If <laughs> 9-11 was a person, it would be able to drink uh, today. Ironic yeah. because the terrorists were Muslim who don't drink yeah. alcohol. Yeah, uh, whole thing. Nah, that's Zing. the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just Speaking of 9-11... What? Can uh, there, I, Has a any story. good sentence started with that? It's not good. It's okay. I'm very angry about it. In mm. I believe it's in one of the Carolinas, a uh, a government body organized a 9/11 memorial mm. and then basically gave invites to all the the local politicians and while all of them were there all of them being the Democrats in the room, the Republicans went yeah. to work and had a secret vote so that the Democrat uh, governor couldn't veto one of their motions yeah, that they didn't have this. the votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they literally organised a memorial oh, to distract. Wow. None of them showed up. The Republicans <laughs> didn't show up. They went to the thing to then hold a vote. Oh, yeah, and like God. it's like, okay, all right. Your litter, that, that's some <laughs> fucked up that, that, shit. That's that's some weird double on, double speak. Nine eleven is a New York thing. It's an America thing. It's a world I know, thing. I know they took it as an America, but it's a New York thing. The fact I don't, that I don't think the Republicans organized the memorial, mm. invited the Democrats, and then went and and had a vote without the Democrats. Yes, yeah, some very clever political wrangling. Very clever <laughs> political wrangling. Um, it's also, disgusting. Yeah, also <laughs> disgusting. It's like that's not what but politics is, is about. Yeah. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> that's not what politics should be about. Ah, but it is. <laughs> it so is. I think also, I, hmm, I think it. Mm, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna well, do it. I was just gonna say the thing with nine eleven is like it's it's a New York thing, and yet New York is also the it's the coastal elites, and they're really terrible. But we love to use it as a as a political tool, and we used to, we pretend like we're in in solidarity with New Yorkers until we're not, until we think that their vote doesn't count as much as this country, this or until New York wants people. to restrict guns. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the rest of us don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are we gonna do, Gina? I. Mm, are you I, gonna Are you gonna badmouth Steve Irwin? Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> what? No, I could never. The golden boy what? of morality. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Have you not? Also, that's something you need to ask Zane about. <laughs> right. Your world will be cracked open. <laughs> I'm never the same. You um, said too much, Gina. I've said too much already, Bindi <laughs> Irwin. I love you. Um. I think with Are You Okay Day, I just think it's an excuse for people to feel good about themselves and to distract themselves from feeling guilty about not being there for people that they should people be. People who are yeah, suffering, sure. it's for the people who do not suffer to put center themselves in the narrative of the people who are mm. suffering. And I also felt like. As a depressed person, I'm kind of like, am I a asshole for not being like, 
my inbox is open because I'm like, no, fuck are you okay day? And anyone who actually needs help, go see a therapist because that's healthy. But that's the thing. Like I, I know just from our interactions that if you see someone who's down, you won't wait for are you okay day to ask if they're okay. Yeah. So for people who do that in their regular everyday life and that's just part of how they interact with others, they don't need are you okay day. And so I think we as those said people probably resent the fact that are you okay day is a thing because like obviously this is how you should behave around people who seem to be suffering but Zane how will everyone know that I'm a good person (laughs) if I don't tell everyone at every waking minute how much of a good person I am it's cynical to to say that people will adopt a well-intentioned issue to you know uh, 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 elevate their own their own status however true it may be Mm. and and I agree with you that people do use it at that but it's it's something that is that is well-intentioned but just poorly executed. Yeah, you know, poorly, poorly thought out. The I road mean, to hell is paved with those. Well, there are, there are two oh, kinds yeah. of right. IOKD posts that exist in my eyes. One is the like, if anyone needs help, I'm here. Blah blah blah. Token, token, token. That's a problem. The ones that I do, I do appreciate, are people going, okay, this year I've had a lot of pro- a lot of problems, and these people have helped me in these ways. This is how I'm feeling right now. Thank you to those who have helped me. And yes, if I look like I'm struggling, you are allowed to ask if I'm doing okay. Like that sort of opening that conversation rather than... Because the the question, are you okay, from someone who is okay to someone who isn't okay is definitely can sound like an accusation. It's like, are oh, you even- okay? Why are you bringing me down? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Even so, even if it is just, you know, I've noticed you're not yourself or something there's a lot of baggage behind that that okay so if how am i behaving incorrectly yeah Yeah. exactly right and you know should i be changing the way i'm behaving is that is is that a problem do you think i'm inadequate in in Mm. some way why are you coming at me with? isn't the bulk of the problem is that people think it's it's not okay to not be okay like like saying are you okay is that if you're not okay that's a that's a problem whereas as opposed to like the idea of saying uh, Accepting that there are days where you're not going, you're not going to be great every day of the week, and if you aren't, that that is not necessarily a, in- a mark upon you. The intention, I am sure, is to raise awareness that depression is a very real thing, and maybe you should be more mindful of it with the people that are around you. And problematically, I though, that's the not rates the message are getting that comes through. The yeah. ra- problematically, though, the rates of depression, from what I understand, are getting worse. Our mental health is getting worse, not yeah. better. Ergo, whatever strategies we are employing either, currently, are either clearly- it's getting worse or it's getting better diagnosed. Like those are the two yeah, options that, that could too. be. Like, and and that's the thing. Like the the <laughs> male well, that means it's either getting is- worse or it's staying the same, and neither of those are good yeah, for the yeah, strategies yeah. that well, are then uh, implied. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like you can't say worse. If it is just they're staying the same and more people are being recognised as being depressed, yeah. right? Yeah. So there, there's, there's the possibility that people are being misdiagnosed as well. There is also yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but also they're not like, oh, you actually are like a totally normal human being. You're not depressed. <laughs> like I, I feel like the misdiagnoses are the, to the varying degrees or, to the, or the the types of depression you have. No one's like accidentally diagnosed with depression when they have nothing. Yeah. You yeah. know, but I, it's it's some it's some public sector you know person well intentioned 
and with a lot of time to spare to dream up these things, who had a bit of money to spare, and misguided as it is, thought, wouldn't it be nice if you know we were able to help people who are who are depressed? I and, think and to genuinely that. Like what Zane said, Are You Okay Day is for a specific group of people where depression is a phase. True. Like, and they're saying it's okay not to be okay because what is that assumption? That you'll, it's okay not to be okay because one day you will be okay again. Well, I think the message should be it's okay to ask for help. But it's not. And (laughs) (laughs) for like there's there's a minority that's, just gonna be like this forever you know what i mean sure and it's and that's the thing i think at least for the next 12 years obviously i think (laughs) the the are you are you okay like that being the message rather than um please help me like i think that is something because are you okay is literally people who are well trying like seeking out the depression (laughs) rather than just being open to people asking for help and maybe even seeing it where it doesn't exist exactly right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or one last thing about are you okay day (laughs) i in my pit of despair a very long time ago with my very brief um i don't know thing with suicide hotlines Fuck me! They need to teach some better shit because hold on. As in, you were on the on the other end of it. You were calling on the, them. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. They answer the phone with "Hi, how are you today?" Okay. I I I hung up on every one of them. What yeah. do you say to that? <laughs> it's how should they answer? I don't know, but not like that. Hi, how can I help you? Hi, what's bothering you? Hello, this is the suicide hotline. Hi, my name is. Blank. It's and then my name else. Is, my name is yeah. blank. <clears throat> Your this is whatever hotline. This is whatever hotline. And then yeah. silence. Whatever you need to say, say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like because okay. an invitation to talk rather than a rather than a, a an, an inquiry. As you're, meant to say, you? you're calling you a suicide hotline. It's, you can't you're not measure K- for bread. You, you know? can't measure yeah. KPIs when you have silence, Shane. <laughs> but that's and, the, and honestly, like a lot of those hotlines function solely on volunteers and the volunteers do a certain amount of training and obviously yeah. like people can be very well intentioned but just not suited to that sort of thing or like again like people who work in suicide hotlines are shown to also be suffering from mental health themselves that right? and that's what prompts them to go and help people oh, or try and okay. help people i just um, think it's the phrase yeah are you okay and how are you it's like I'm calling. This is like this is the worst time of my life. What do you think I'm gonna say? Yeah, it's and literally justify your emotions. Yeah, like why? Why wouldn't you be honest there and say I'm not okay? Because it's just such a. It it shouldn't have to be explained. Well, no. It's, if you're it's calling not, it's the not suicide, it shouldn't have to be explained. It's just that phrasing is to someone who is already feeling shame about what they're doing and how they're presenting. That is an an accusation. It's, it's like, confrontation. How are you today? You're like, I should say I'm doing good, but I'm really not. I can't deal with this pressure. Hang up. Because in every other situation, like grocery store, your great aunt, how's it going today? Go oh, on, good, thank you. There's like, only one way you answer that. Right. So when it's Why? a suicide, 
Because that's just that's society. So why would it be different when you're calling a suicide hotline? Because it's just because you're calling ingrained. a suicide hotline. And that's what I mean. Aren't you already primed to be honest? So the question shouldn't be. No, but the, the thing is, with that phrase, you're not meant to be honest with that phrase. No, that's the point you're making. Yeah. That, that yeah, in in the shops and generally out out and about. Even if it's not true, you lie because but that, that's what, what you should do. But it's different when you call the hotline. No, the hotline should be a space where those societal norms are not just included and carried on because it is, that's should be an right. exception. So yeah. why wouldn't you answer the question honestly rather than because react to it? the question is not being asked honestly. I mean, the thing oh, about... Oh, that's a dangerous <laughs> assumption, isn't it? I mean, the but thing about why wouldn't you answer that is because you're in a compromised emotional position and you don't want to. And so you don't. You've I mean, already made oh, like you've already called the number. Yeah, but that's that's not. I like, would think that's, that's not the hurdle. The hurdle is actually telling someone no, what you're feeling no, and what you're thinking. No, absolutely. The hurdle is is starting the process of saying something. Denial is easy. Dialing like, a number is easy compared to saying to someone, "I want to kill myself. How do I not kill myself?" It's not about killing yourself. It. You don't. As someone who's been in this actual suicide position, it definitely is. I'm, I'm say, no, no, no. What, what I'm saying is suicide. No, no. What I'm saying. Hotline. What I'm saying is that the calls into a suicide hotline are not exclusively of people on the verge of killing themselves. No, right. but they definitely me- should tr- treat each call as if they are. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's the thing. Like, are you okay, Day? And making it a brand gives people the excuse of like, oh, no, I totally support Are You Okay Day. I've done my bit. The onus is off me. People can abscond from responsibility to life. Yeah. Um, I I feel like that just in general is a problem. People love to abscond from their responsibility from doing anything. I mean, it's it's just another pleasure centre in your brain. You've achieved something good by sharing this or you've achieved Mm. something good by buying a pink product. Whether or not that that pink product actually goes to fund breast cancer. I avoid avoid Daffodil Day because my mum specifically dealt with breast cancer and, and... and the institutions that are associated with that did not. We, Help. We, it was very uh, disillusioning to oh, find out. Okay. Yeah. Why da- Daffodil Day specifically is for a hotline rather than actual like research right. or yes. you know. And so, th- and that's the thing. Like the branding of a charity is is difficult, and I think once you're locked into a brand, you can't change because then yeah. you, you have momentum that you want to keep moving forward, and that's that's branding just kind of modus operandi whereas the branding of a charity the charity should be the focus not the brand yeah Mm. and i think that's the problem with are you okay day yeah it's a brand now it's a brand i respect what it tries and tried to do i expect the intent yeah (laughs) the execution and if it helps someone then that's amazing but i just trash for me I mean, that's the thing. Like, I've, I've personally, I've seen people who have benefited right. from the dialogue around mental health and yeah. being able to actually lay a little bit of truth out on the table for anyone who wants to hear it without the shame of, like, going, okay, everyone, I know I'm not meant to talk about this, but I'm actually really struggling right now. Uh, and so that's a good thing that comes from Are You Okay Day? But I think... Are you okay? Day is not a one hundred percent good if you just don't think about the intention. Like mm. pretty much anything, like you have to do it. Like what's intended by this as to like what is it actually achieving? Yeah, yeah. It's like don't make a joke about like are you okay? Because you know, two weeks ago I wouldn't be. Yeah. And thank you for asking. <laughs> then. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> don't it's kill yourself. Good wine. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put I'll put I'll put the numbers to some hotlines in there if you are yeah, triggered great. or anything. Um, I probably won't link to the Are You Okay Day website because we've <laughs> badmouthed them a little bit. But definitely reach out. And if you are struggling, um, please do feel comfortable to reach out to those around you. That's the that's the thing you should take away from Are You Okay Day. Not that you should be reaching out to others, but that you are allowed to reach out on behalf of yourself. Also, just a little help for anyone that is suffering. Um, I was terrified to tell people who I thought would really have a problem with it or be I thought would have a real stigma around it but those people ended up being some of the best of like oh you you suck at having a bad brain that's yeah. fine you suck at having a bad <laughs> brain I yeah. say that to everyone all the time <laughs> you know so the biggest step is making one and don't be afraid to go to your doctor because doctors most of them pretty good I mean, yeah, doctors are as doctors do. Yeah. You, yeah, but definitely talk about it with someone. Yeah, I think so. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, <laughs> <Tarot>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shane Anderson, thank you again. Thank you for having me Third on. Third and times not final. <laughs> you said well, that we'll so see. suspiciously. I now suspect it is most definitely my final. <laughs> you will definitely come back on this podcast. <laughs> thank you, Andrew. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Zane. Thank you, Gina. And thank you to our listeners. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay, goodbye. Bye, everybody. James, Yo. what's better than a rotating cast of hosts? Oh, I don't know, maybe the obscure sport ferret legging where people put ferrets down their pants. Or Graham, the 52 hertz whale, the loneliest whale in the world. How about everyone's favourite Christian radio program, Ranger Bill? Oh, who the hell this? are you? Who the, what are you doing here? I came prepared with a 45-minute lecture on international humanitarian okay, law. Where do people keep coming All from? these people oh, are, you know... Where uh, we host now. Yeah, oh, we're, we're, oh. we're the new hosts. Of what? Of unfeatured articles, everyone's favourite Wikipedia-based podcast where we dive into the depths of Wikipedia to find articles that aren't necessarily featured. Oh. Uh, check us out everywhere you check out podcasts. It's free. Podcasts are free. iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and other things. Love you. Thanks, kids. Bye. SuperValue now have more online slots than ever before. Shop now at supervalue.ie. Collect your weekly shop with our contactless collection service. At SuperValue, we're there for you. For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Bye.